So here we are again, Chris, Living Room 101. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we're back again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right. Episode 58. Is it? It is, yeah. Ooh, we're nearly 60. We are, we're nearly 60. We're nearly yeah. uh, pensionable. <laughs> <laughs> when do we get our bus pass? That's quite Living Room 101 friendly, a bus pass. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> on, that, on that note, let's get straight into it then. <laughs> okay. Um, so, who would you like to go first this week, Tom? I think you should, Chris. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, nice. That's very magnanimous. Yeah, well, you know, I'm in that kind of mood. Fresh yeah. from the appeals court. <laughs> oh, 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 I had to rub that one in. What did mm. you think of the appeals judge? Brilliant. Yeah, he's good, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, so, very Tom... Fair. Tom, listen, actually, this one might be tricky. I already know there there are tricky issues here. And in a way, it might be the first call for a kind of Living Room 101 temporary ban, sort of moratorium. Uh We'll see. Uh, Listen, you know, Mm -hmm. you're the judge. This is really up to you. But Mm. I don't, I'm not sure I want this to disappear forever. So maybe I shouldn't have brought it to the table, but, but it needs to be discussed. And it's um, actors playing Winston Churchill. (laughs) Right. Which I'm just finding really embarrassing. Okay. Um, And it's been a kind of cumulative thing. And also, I will start this by saying, I don't really want to throw shade at the actors because a lot of them do it well. Mm -hmm. Um, Albert Finney, I thought, was an excellent Churchill in a couple of films, you know, that. Um, mm. And I haven't actually seen that Gary Oldman film, but I mean, you know that no, I haven't. But they're both actors that I absolutely love. Um, What's your beef then? Well, it's it's sort of as follows. Like during the 2012 opening ceremony, I just thought, <laughs> and I'm sure everyone thought, oh, Churchill's mm. going to pop up here, and I think we all know. I think mm. we all know it's going to be Timothy Spall because it's his turn to play Churchill and he is who you would cast as Churchill. And he popped up. Did he not pop out of something? And it was Timothy Spall and he did, he did one of the speeches. I mean, it was just like, and again, like I'm not saying it was a bad performance, but I just, I don't know. There's something embarrassing. And I think, I think it's because Churchill was so distinctive, you know, that mm. is why, you know, he's so, such an iconic figure with such a funny little pig face mm. and such a distinctive voice that just yeah. find it embarrassing. Well, do you remember in the 2012 little um, TV sort of running that featured the Queen and all that? Oh, yeah. They had him animated, didn't they? They had the statue animated on in oh, Parliament Square yeah. where he sort of like waved at a plane or something, didn't he? Or yeah, something like that. yeah, that's, that's, yeah. That was sort of... Um, that seems right. Churchillia? Churchillia. Gone really far. But um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Um, is it a bit like... Do you think for an actor it's a little bit like playing Hamlet? So you sort yeah. of, you know, one day you're going to get to play hmm. Churchill. Yeah. Like, like Similar to sort of one day you might play the Dane. It's like your moment yeah. um, of knowing that you've made it as an actor because yeah. you're playing Churchill. A certain kind of character actor. I mean, yeah. Ray Winston, I mean, I'd be surprised if he's not currently learning lines for his Churchill performance. You know, yeah. there's a certain certain type of, you know, good good actor who's maybe got a bit older, got a little bit porky. And mm. then it's just like, well, how can we make him play 
Churchill because they're, they're yeah. just are going to be endless Churchill films and plays. Yeah. Do you think Meryl Streep will play Churchill? I would like to see it. I mean, yeah. Meryl's done the, um, you know, the female equivalent. She's done Thatcher. Ooh, um, I'm not, I'm not, not, not equivalence. No, I'm not okay. like not moral equivalence, but no. the, uh, you know, the iconic political figure. So now, yeah. you know, we're getting the Thatchers, aren't we? And that, I have a feeling that's going to really pick up actually. Could you see yourself playing Churchill? Hang on. I'm going <laughs> to, <laughs> it's not not razor ready is it <laughs> it's no it's not razor ready but it's not far off it could be like razor ready's big brother maybe i think it'd be older, kind of, you know i think basically razor ready is ray winston's attempt at playing church isn't it <laughs> <laughs> um we were we were mrs b i remember uh the one with albert finney was saying mrs b mrs b Oh, why can I not think of any famous Churchill? <laughs> we will fight them on the beaches. Oh, that's We will yeah. fight them on the landing crafts. We will never surrender. We will never surrender. He used to write out his speeches um, in verse. Did he? Um, Churchill. Yeah, he used, he used to write them out in sort of verse form. Um, and, I mean, they are incredible speeches. If you, oh, if yeah, you visit absolutely. the... Uh, I don't know whether you've visited the Cabinet War Rooms. Uh, you better it. believe it. Of course I have. <laughs> you better believe it, Buster. <laughs> Me and my... Um, <laughs> you better believe it, Buster. Man in 40s, big talk. You better believe it, Buster. Oh, you better believe it, Buster. You better... Hey, you better believe it, Buster. That's... um That guy I could get quite into. That's quite a like little mousy New York yeah. sort of gangster. He's definitely yeah. getting killed at some point oh, yeah. in the, towards the end. Baggy slacks, big trilby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big trilby. He's little. He, Steve Buscemi would have been him, but he's he's in the thirties. Toothpick Charlie. No, toothpick Charlie. You better believe it, Buster. Some people say that rubbing out toothpick Charlie was a mistake, but I say you can't put a good man down. <laughs> hey, you, you wouldn't. Right. Hey, hey, you wouldn't rub me out, would you, boss? <laughs> you know. Um, but he, he obviously would get rubbed out, but, um, yeah, and no, your protagonist wouldn't really like him, but then would kind of grow kind of fond of him and then he'd get, oh, he'd get done over. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> Churchill, <laughs> I don't, I don't see myself playing Churchill. No. no, I, I, I imagine for me to play Churchill, there'd be some quite embarrassing prosthetics needed. Mm. Yeah. I really they can do wonders like these days. Did you, they? did you watch the, um, the Gary Oldman? Yep. How, so how was that? It's a, it's a. I think it's a pretty incredible performance. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Do, does he look like him? I mean, and that's not necessarily. Yeah. That I mean, you know, I mean, I don't know. I mean, because you say embarrassing prosthetics. It is. It's a. It's a bit of a stretch physically. Um, because do you know that theory of like everyone is can either fit into the category of fox or pig. What? Yeah. There's fox and pig. Um, mm -hmm. which sounds a bit insulting to say people are pigs. So it doesn't, you know, it doesn't quite work, but you know, the people that have like the rounder face and then the like sharper face, Churchill is absolutely a pig and Gary Oldman is definitely a fox. So it's ah. a fox trying to play a pig, which got you. Yeah. Would worry me. Yeah. So it's a bit like sort of, they talk about sort of type A and type B, don't they? Body types and stuff. A bit like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So type oh, yeah, A yeah. trying to play. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> So, Some people say he's getting too big for his spats. 
Some people say he's got too sharp a face to play Churchill. No. <laughs> <laughs> he's no. a fox. Yeah, he's a fox, not a pig. Not but, a pig. But it, it, did he not pick up hmm? a gong for that? Did he? I'm not sure. Uh, no. To be honest. I do like the um I do like the history of it though. It sort of it goes into these just day by day really in that kind of crucial period of nineteen forty where uh France had just fallen and um <laughs> you know we were we were basically on the verge of suing for peace with Germany via the Italian embassy. And um uh it's all kind of very near the knuckle. But they they oh god, they play very fast and loose with the history in one bit where they have Churchill on the tube. I heard about this scene. Churchill Ugh. on the tube. And, and like these Joe Public saying, oh, yeah, well, let's put up a fight. Oof. Winston, you know, oh, Winnie, let's put up a fight. And he's sort of, he's convinced because he's down amongst the people listening to them. And it's just complete. Mm, that's rubbish. Oh, that's a bit, that's a bit icky, that, isn't it? But in other places, like, they kick off with, like, a lot of the dialogue between him and his wife. Mrs. B. Um, Yes, it's <laughs> no, taken that's, from her. Uh, that's Clemmy, isn't it? Not Mrs. Clemmy. Clemmy, I believe. And um, it's taken um, from the letters. Because um, oh. I've read the letters, so I have. Well, and, um, of course you have. And then so they bothered to do to do that. But then why put the tube thing in then? Anyway. We will fight them at Green Park. We will get off at Houston and go on the interchange to the Northern Line. We will go... To Tufnell Park, via Kentish Town. Ah, oh, it's not good, that. Via Kentish Town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a weird intonation, isn't there? It's sort of, yeah. we'll never surrender. Ah, oh, it is lyrical. It's poetry, really. Oh, wonderful orator. But it's that thing that it likes, like, it takes him by surprise, almost. Like, we will never surrender. We will never yeah. surrender. Yeah. Oh, no, it's I've just realised we will never surrender. I've just realised. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that was unique to him. That was his style that he's, well, no, we'll never do it. Yeah. So I just feel like, I think it's because there was like this run mm-hmm. uh, and I just, I don't, I don't want to see it again very soon. I don't want it to happen mm. again very soon. And I don't really know why, but I'm finding it embarrassing. Hmm. Ah. <sighs> Well, so you want to, what exactly do you want to put in? <laughs> I don't understand. I want to put, I'll tell you what I want, and you tell me if this is possible within the uh, Living Room 101 rule book. Although the mm. rule book has been extended in recent weeks. We've had we've got an appeals court judge. Yeah, and I'm from the liberal side of the rule book anyway. From I'm, the loony, for, the loony left. Yeah. You know. All right, I'll tell you what I would Get like. Me. I think in about 10 years' time, if I hadn't seen any more Churchill performances, I'd be ready for another one, okay? So, depending on who it was. But I would like a 10-year moratorium on Churchill performances, please. Hmm. Okay, what about this? Hmm. I want to pitch you an idea. Okay. Um, young Churchill. <laughs> yeah, chill. Young Churchill. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's actually a film all about his uh, time in the Liberal Party oh. when he uh, introduced uh, older pensions, etc. A lot of social reform mm. Um, mm. of the Liberal government of the uh, 1900s. Did you study and, any uh, history, Tom? <laughs> and, um, 
uh, features the very exciting uh, opening sequence where he's in the Boer War as a journalist, mm. and uh, but it does get captured even though he's not a soldier, and um, fist fights his way out of the prison. Um, that and it's, is a good opening sequence. Yeah, and then he's sort of, but he's played by you know a young actor, um, possibly Meryl Streep. Um, oh. It casts Church in a whole new light, and it's. Just a whole other side to him, really. Yeah, um, that we haven't seen before. Are we um, gonna? Are we gonna now, take it up to Gallipoli? Uh, Gallipoli. Yeah, maybe that is the end. End of the film. Yeah, could be the end of the film. Yeah. What, um, but um, who who is going to play him? If not Meryl, um, if Meryl turns it down. If Meryl turns it down, then I'm thinking um, Chris Addison. <laughs> 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 okay, right. That's not who I. Okay, I mean, because Chris Addison must be mid forties now. <laughs> um, but that's good. That's a good shout. Okay, yeah, yeah, he'd be good. <laughs> yeah, Simon Anstel. <laughs> yeah, again, like, again, maybe isn't. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe don't go for a skinny comedian. I don't know. Um, okay. What, what about when we're sure. Well, just please try and get someone. I think, I mean, how old's Churchill here? Mid-20s? Yeah, he's in his 20s and 30s. What um, about um, be good. Go on. What about Gail Platt from Coronation Street? Oh No, because I think she's older than 20s now. She's way old. She's really old, isn't she? You mean like, <laughs> you mean Gail from Coronation Street? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was a joke because I don't know if you remember, but uh, uh, she's my, it's my favorite fact. She's been in Coronation Street since 1974. But then I actually went further than this. You know, um, you know, quite famous Ken Barlow. Yeah, he's been uh, in it since the first episode, which right. really freaked me out. Incredible. Um, is um, he related, related to Gary Barlow? No, he's not. Yeah, he's his brother. <laughs> he's his brother. Yeah, <laughs> she could do him. She could do Churchill, Gail Platt. She could actually. She could. Didn't she? Hey, Gary Barlow, he could do a good Churchill. Gary Barlow could play Churchill. Yeah, maybe that's who you should cast. That'd be good. Anyway, um, so what I'm saying is, I'm yeah. pitching you this idea, and if we're putting this moratorium on it, it it's not going to go for 10 years. Oh, you're tempting me. Oh, you clever, clever bastard. Because that is actually a good idea for a film. Oh, you bastard. Hmm. How are you going to get me involved in this film? Or you just mean, do I, uh, maybe I would just want to see it and I want to see my friend have some success. That's you. Um, let me think. Let me think. You could play Clemmy. Ooh, no, that's tempting. No, because it's, it's young, it's young church, isn't it? Well, oh, that's rude. You just suggested a load of old people. You say okay. I couldn't play Clemmy because I don't look like a 26 year old woman. All right. Oh uh, yeah. They must've met when they were young, didn't they? So yeah, you could play the young Clemmy. Easy. Um, I? Yeah, I actually um, I've been mistaken for Clemmy Churchill in the street before. So you've been mistaken for who? Sorry, Clemmy Clementine Churchill. Have you? Yeah, you're not accusing you you're not up. accusing me of lying to get a part, are you? Uh, yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, <laughs> okay, that's fair. It was a lie. Um, okay, well, I'm just thinking who 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 would sort of um, really feature in this story of like Churchill? Oh, oh, oh! I tell you, you could play mm. Peter the Painter. Beg, beg your pardon? You could play Peter the Painter. Yes, Peter the yeah. Painter. Peter the Painter, yeah, was yeah. this infamous anarchist, right, um, in the 1900s. And 
when Churchill was Home Secretary, yeah, uh, basically they they had a massive shootout that has that was filmed. Yeah, it was filmed, what? so you can see film of it on the internet. And there was a shootout between the police and um, Peter the painter and his anarchist chums. And um, Churchill is in the crowd, and as Home Secretary, he sort of ordered it and came down to watch and sort of supervise it and all that. Did Peter get shot to death? Well, it all burnt, like the whole house burnt down. Uh, there's a lot of rumours about what happened to him and stuff. Oh. Um, so it's a, again, it's like a, it's a brilliant little little plot line in in the in the movie. I'd, I'd really, I'd really like that part. Um, yeah, you'd be good at that. Would it be possible to make the film about Peter the Painter? We should just make the film about Peter the Painter and have Churchill as a bit part. Yeah, so I'd be the lead. Yeah. Okay. With Gary yeah. Barlow as Churchill. Yeah. And me as Peter the Painter. Yeah. And, and then you've got this... Gail Platt got, as Clemmy Churchill. Yeah. And Ken Barlow as Toothpick Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, I'd go yeah. and see it. I'd probably have to, actually, from, um, you know, probably be legally obliged for... Um, it's in your, it'd be in your contract. Yeah, yeah. 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 Promotional okay. reasons. <laughs> <laughs> but but I don't want to put it in then, Chris, really, because, no, you know, no. I don't want to starve cinema of this, <laughs> you know, epic new uh, interpretation of Churchill. You know what I mean? Um, I've I got to be honest. What what I find embarrassing is, like, good actors really, like, scram, scrabbling a little bit to play Churchill. The idea of watching Gary Barlow give his Churchill... I would. Yeah. I want to see that. I really want to see that. That'd be good, so I think you've. Uh, that's clever. That's clever what you've done there. Um, Thanks, man. Yeah. So I accept. I accept your judgment with good grace. I mean, I wouldn't, for example, try and take it to any kind of appeals court. I respect no. the authority of a living room one one judge. I yeah. feel like this. You know, air's being cleared, and like this is no longer a bear pit, and it's just you know, it feels we're in the sunny uplands here. Really, you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> well the next yeah let's find out shall we because so the, yeah, so the next one yeah exactly <laughs> okay what you what you uh what you got for me what are you presenting what i'm presenting is uh conversational longueurs mm. tell me what you mean <laughs> <laughs> by way of demonstration um say if you do a sort of treatment for a tv show or something like that and you mm. put a photo at the beginning yeah just to sort of illustrate uh visually <laughs> sort of like what you mean when you're gonna say in text that was kind of like the equivalent like of the audio version of that one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think so so here it is what it is is um we all we all come across this yeah where you sort of you're with a group of people and yeah. like you reach a point where the conversation is dropped, you know. Um sure. and this is this is a natural thing that happens in groups sometimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Group groups of friends, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's certain quirks of this, and I wanna sort of just go through how I experience this sometimes. It's like okay. you have certain groups of friends where you kinda know in advance that the sort of combination of the, yeah. Of the people yeah, yeah, yeah. present at at the event. Um, is probably going to lead to a conversational longer at some point. Exactly. You you, you add yeah. up you you add up the the people present and you see yeah. at some point equals yes x but plus it, y equals yeah. longer at some point. But I love the way that you've made that a mathematical equation because it is <laughs> akin to that, isn't it? Sometimes because actually a lot of those people that you're with, if it's one on one 
or you know you just take out an element of the equation yeah those long years are not going to happen it's going to be like free form it's going to be like free association conversation where you're just like tripping off each other's ideas it's going to be cool free association cool. conversation we're going to yeah. conversate we're going to interlocutate oh god i thought honestly for a second that i might be a rapper i might like have the skill <laughs> i did i didn't no no it was uh, uh, I, I think embarking embarking <laughs> on a on, on an unprepared rap um at the best of times is you know it's ill-advised yeah, yeah. Ill-advised, but, yeah but bless but, me for my confidence yeah yeah bless you bless yeah you. yeah um, um but basically you're saying that sometimes it's like an episode of living room 101 you know that chat it's rambling it's free form there's tears yeah. there's laughter yeah, you know, it's fun. It gets a bit it's tense, fun. but you know, it's all good fun. But put in a, a, an ingredient, you know, just a certain ingredient, and it'll just suddenly neutralize. You know, if you like, have a. I know this is a bit sounds a bit weird, but like if those experiments you used to do in chemistry at school, mm. and you'd have like a kind of you'd put loads of stuff in a beaker, yeah, mm. and then there would be a universal solvent that you'd put in, yeah. and it'd all go, all the color would go, mm. and it would just be this clear liquid, and you just think. It's a bit like that, where you add a certain ingredient to that mm. uh, group, and it just seems to neutralize the group, you know. Um, yeah. And so so that happens, you know, and, and you can sometimes prepare for that. I, I sometimes prepare for that thing, you know, all right, and, like, think about really? things in advance. I don't know whether you do this, but yeah. I think about things in advance that I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk about and stuff, you know what I mean? Because yeah, I, yeah. yeah. I know I'll have to have ammo yeah, conversational ammo in my back pocket to just like you know keep it keep things going. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I guess, and I'm sort of thinking aloud about what I want you to put in here because mm. it is annoying. It's annoying that these things happen at all because because as I say, actually, you know, people in a different combination, everything's fine. But just I don't know why it is that if you just put a certain combination of people together that this mm. thing happens, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then I wonder if it's like personality types. It's sometimes like, it's not the same person that mm. causes this, you know, it's just, it's just a combination of it. So that, that's one example. Another example, like you're in a group of people and somebody has been monopolizing the conversation. Ah, okay? Yeah. Yeah. And really kind of like going for it and like being very fun and witty and like, everyone's like bouncing off of them. Yeah. 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 And then they just shut up. Why do they? Why do they do that? <laughs> and then they just don't say anything. You know. Well, maybe this is. I, I, I've got a friend who, um, and I remember being a bit surprised by this. But he, because he's Scottish and he's got quite a funny accent and he's quite funny. In London, mm. he found that he was becoming a little bit of the the entertainer. Like his mm. friendship group were relying on him to be entertaining. And so he, he yeah. would be entertaining, but he didn't really enjoy that role. Yeah. Um, so I don't think he would do that like sudden shutdown of like, I'm finishing the performance. But I wonder if that's what that is. They're like, mm. they just run out of energy a bit and they're like, okay, the curtain's coming down now. You can all make a bit of an effort. Yeah, I think that's what it is. But it's sort of, it, when it happens, it throws the group into disarray, you know, because everyone else is going, oh, oh okay. Um, now we need to, you know, yeah. the spotlight's on us, yeah. and we haven't had to be. Um, we haven't prepped our material. We didn't think we, were, we didn't think we were going on stage tonight. Exactly, we haven't warmed up. That's the problem. We <laughs> yeah, up. yeah. We're just, suddenly the spotlight on us, and we're on the middle of the stage, and you're thinking, "Yeah, oh no, this guy's like he's just he's just run off the stage." You know, yeah. um, 
left us in the lurch. It's like a real life anxiety dream. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. What do you do you find... ever do you ever find yourself being the the jester? Um, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I, I suppose. I mean, I, I totally hold my hands up that you know I'm part of this problem in that. Yeah. You know, these combinations involve me when I'm present. Um, so I think the annoying thing is when it, well, A, you don't want it to happen at all. B, um, it when it catches you unawares, you know. And I think the other thing is, like, people possibly not aware, maybe, that they are the jester, okay? And so when they kind <laughs> of, like, shut down, they suddenly think, oh, everyone else is being really boring, you know what I mean, or dull. Uh. And you kind of think... Like I don't want to come across as really dull and boring now, <laughs> but now, but I haven't got any material. I'm prepped. I'm not warmed I'm up. I'm not dull. I'm not dull. I'm not a dullard, <laughs> but I haven't prepped my material. I've let myself down. I've let myself down. I've let my family down. Yeah, I've let and everyone down. Oh, and the worst thing is, you can see it coming. You think uh, yeah, this yeah, conversation? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, we've embarked on something like a, a top of the conversation. It's not going to sustain. It's not going to sustain. Yeah, it's not going to get us up in the finish the line. No, and you can see the end of the train track coming, like approaching, fast approaching, mm-hmm. and your brain is like going, "Got to think of something." Yeah, because I'm the, you know, nobody else is going to be like picking up this conversation from the floor. I need something, but the more like you're panicking about shit, that longer is coming. I can see it. I can see it. I can see it. Yeah, the less you can think about something. Do you ever you can... end up saying something that you're embarrassed to have said? You know, sort of out of desperation. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. It happens, doesn't it? <laughs> Yeah, and you've got to go, oh, God, I just said that to fill the thing. And people know you've just said it just to fill the air. Yeah, you know, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Time. yeah. And I've got friends who, like, reference this a little bit and sort of go, oh, I'm, I'm all right with it. You know, they're all right with just dead time, you know. Well, I, I was and going to ask, because sometimes, well, I, do you not sometimes quite enjoy it? Just a wee yeah. bit. I think sometimes I maybe just let it sit there just to see if I can't, bring out something in somebody else, maybe just see what they've got. <laughs> I mean, not to be cruel. That sounds a bit cruel. I don't mean it like that. But, you know, you just think sometimes yeah. it's a bit easier and that other person is happy for you to fill the longer, the silence. But sometimes mm. if you just let them, just just leave it, actually. Just have the confidence to stay calm and leave it. Then maybe they'll say something that's interesting and they'll like have the opportunity to maybe present something. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I do know people who who do that. And and I think that they've at one point read somewhere that, you know, if you oh. to hold power in a conversation. Oh no. You know, you 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 just you you don't say too much. Oh. You know what I mean? And you just you sort of take a back seat. But, but I've just I've just got I'm just thinking of an example where it's just horrendous because they don't give anything. And so you're just mm, constantly, mm. you know, trying to dig out some conversation. And they've got this idea that they're, oh, no, it's, you know, it's my, it's my confidence and my oh, status. Oh, Mirios, Mirios. You just, you, oh, and as if you go away from that conversation going, what, inc- what an incredible enigma that person was. They really have some kind of charismatic power. Um, I don't even know how they did it, but what a powerful so-and-so, you know. You just what, come you away know? thinking, what an absolute turd. It doesn't, you know, fill a silence. Or just, well, it's not just doesn't fill a silence, but it's just on purpose not saying anything. Yeah. Like, and I'm not like nervous or insecure to the point of um, having to sort of fill silences all the time. But, but literally, if you're kind of meeting up with someone and the purpose of you meeting 
wherever it is and like especially on online i'm just you know i'm going to talk about that in a minute but you know if you're actually there bothered to log on just you know you know what just two people staring at each other across a computer oh, screen goodness, no you know what i mean and like that's not power that's just like a shit zoom interaction isn't so you've it had this I mean, where you've actually joined up with someone to just chat on screen just you two and there's been and there's been the bad longer well, look, it's happened online. Yeah, it does happen, and it's terrible because, and I think it happens more online because you don't have uh, you don't have as much to go on, do you? You don't have like no. the visual clues and <laughs> cues that kick off other thoughts no. about a conversation. You can't talk about your shared environment. Nope. And and I think I think the other thing is like I just always would like to be in the company of people who are cool about you referencing it. You know what I mean? Like just being mm. able to kind of go, Oh fuck, you know what I mean? I'm tired and I, I just, yeah. I haven't got anything to say and then laugh about it or something yeah, like that. But yeah, yeah. But that yeah. sort of like horrendous social anxiety where you can see the longer you're coming and no, and everyone <laughs> else can see it and you can see the panic in their eyes and like, but you're not really good enough friends or, you know, maybe it's a work situation or something where you're too able to reference it and just to kind of go, no, so there's actually just this, just the pressure on you sort of, and you coming up with something, you know. Um, so here's a question for you, because your wife, Mel, is no. she is one of those people who is a bit of a, <laughs> excuse the expression, but she's like social lubricant, Mel. You know <laughs> it's always going to be fun when Mel's around. She's a chatter. She can chat to anyone. There's a lot of chat. But I imagine yeah. being Mel's spouse, sometimes mm. maybe Mel... You, you, you're having an evening and it's all going swimmingly, but then Mel needs to nip out or go to the loo or she goes off with another friend and suddenly you find yourself with new chemistry because like the yeah. absence of someone like Mel, I can yeah. imagine that brings a bit of like, <laughs> you know, longer vibes. Everyone panics a little bit when Mel has to go off somewhere else. Well, look, everyone panics because they think, oh God, we're left with him. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's it's literally like Mel being in the conversation or Mel being in the room. You know, is like a light is turned on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and like when Mel, it's like the light is dimmed down, <laughs> like not in an atmospheric way, but just just like dingy. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like, and I'm just looming in the fucking dinge, <laughs> like shadow. And like they kind of go, oh God, yeah, he's there. Forgot <laughs> oh, about him. God, yeah, yeah. Thank God have to that I assume reads books about psychopaths. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that comes up, and then, and we're going to have to interact with that kind of amorphous shape in the shadows, you know, <laughs> and like because because the bright lights left. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and um, so that's kind of what it feels like. Yeah, but you're a laugh. You know you're a laugh. Oh, all right, yeah. Um, but I've seen people's faces fall. <laughs> you know, when they when their attention turns from Mel, who's left the room, <laughs> to me. You know, and if it's on the Zoom or whatever, and she's got out of the room, and then it's just me. And then I think, all oh, right, okay, yeah, I'll have to sort of you know say something now and stuff. And um, do you ever try like a little bit? You've got a bit in your head, and you think that that that'd be good stand up that. And then you you think, oh, I'll try it. I'll try it out. I'll try a bit of my material. <laughs> oh very rarely I'm, I'm more of a kind of off the cuff kind of person yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. it's maybe a good idea though I, i'd like to um offer that to you as a word of advice is what? next time you experience a longer just try one of your bits of potential stand-up <laughs> i mean fuck it why not 
Just say, no. just say, you know what happened to me the other day? Oh, no. <laughs> when I was on yeah. the tube. But they'll probably love it. They'll probably love it, you know? And if they don't, that's fine. You just strike it off the set list. Treat it as a kind of warm-up gig, <laughs> right, that they've got for free. They've got a free ticket. So, mm. you know, if the material doesn't really work out, you just, you just move on. They'll yeah. probably start thinking to themselves, you know, Mel's husband, Tom Till, Tom, he's um, he's actually he's actually really funny. He told a really funny story about like <laughs> which um, which uh, paper he reads now compared to like the one he used to read. <laughs> really good. Wow, that is subject for some stand-up material right there. But um. <laughs> But I've talked to Mel about it as well, like the longueurs, and she feels it as well, you know. So you say she's social lubricant, and, and mm. definitely she is. But, but you know, given mm-hmm. even Mel, like given yeah, given the right combination of people, it just oh, – just Well, of- which is why the jester, you know, like my jester friend, he, he didn't really like it because it's like – it's a bit of an effort to make sure there's no longer, probably because you're not a big fan of them. Um, mm. and it's like, why did, why should you have to do all the donkey work? You know, mm, mm. but do you never, do you, I'm interested. You don't feel that anxiety of filling the space. You, you're kind of confident uh, enough to sit back and go, come on, give me some, give me some sugar. I think maybe it's a technique I've learned. I'm certainly, I'm no fan of a longer, um, mm. but I think I have maybe learned to not panic and let it sit and see if you can take it somewhere a little bit interesting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you, you, you don't feel like um, any sense of like profound shame <laughs> that you just got nothing to say for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I think um, that doesn't, okay. That doesn't happen to me too often. The profound shame moment, although I absolutely know what you mean, <laughs> but don't you, I think the key in those situations is you turn it on to the other person by just asking them a question. Yeah. Yeah. No, you know. true. I just like rid of them. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. I think it's zoom zoom that's brought it to a head. The zoom's an extra element that has introduced a longer where there was no longer before. <laughs> <laughs> we no longer was, need it <laughs> indeed it doesn't, work. it doesn't work i wish i hadn't said it it almost does <laughs> yeah it almost does <laughs> but no it's like you know a group of friends that you know perfectly all right before with a zoom introdu- introduction it's like uh longers yeah and you, and can i give you my theory on this yeah it's a bit like why i don't particularly like facetiming with with video and it's because you don't when you're when you're having a conversation with someone in real IRL, you don't stare into their face. That would be awkward and odd. And so, feeling you have to do that on a Zoom or on a FaceTime, it feels unnatural and odd because it is. Because it's yeah. not how we talk to people in real life. Of course, you maintain some eye contact, but you can also look off, take a sip of your drink, blah, 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 which just looks a bit rude on Zoom. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that is. I think that's why it is, yeah. But um, that I just want help, rid of them, Chris. It? I just want rid of them. Like, they're no Zoom, use to anyone. So what are you asking me to put in? Zoom longers? I want to think forward and think optimistically about coming out of lockdown. And, yeah. and um, when that happens, I just don't want them to happen in real life either. You could have said so I want, you could have said IRL there. 
I know I, I purposely didn't. Right. <laughs> Did you think about it though? Yeah. Yeah. It crossed yeah. my mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about those acronyms? Like in general, well, internet acronyms. Crept in a bit here. Um, what do I feel about them? They're definitely in your category of, you know, you saying them in a kind of ironic fashion. Yeah, 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 I'm, yeah, a, I'm yeah. quite a big fan of them for it, but only in an ironic way, obviously, because I'm so ironic. Yeah. <laughs> I do do quite like them. Um, yeah. Do you know SMH? SMH? Yeah. Um, nope. Shaking my head. That's quite a good one. Oh, <laughs> and FML, you must know FML. Can't bring it to mind straight away. Fuck my life. Oh, FML. Okay. Big fan of that one. Um, yeah. But, but okay, well, don't you, um, I, do you, I think you know what I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> do I? That was longer. Did you notice? Please. Um, yeah. I want you to try this, like trying to find new doors. Okay. New new avenues. What, okay. what what's the metaphor I'm looking for here? I I do, but I mean it's true, isn't it? That absolutely everyone has a sea of like interests just behind their eyes that you just need to find yeah. a way of diving into. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's a challenge, um, and that's what life's about, isn't it? Ultimately, is it? <laughs> um, <laughs> Meeting the you- challenges. You've sort of talked me around already by not putting it in. Um, okay, I'm looking great. forward to. Great. I'm looking forward to meeting the challenge of the longer. I'm um, looking forward to you meeting that challenge and then me hearing about how it went. But then I suppose it's just that specific when you know everyone's everyone's an interesting person in the room, and there's something at work. It feels like there's something else at work that is like mm. a kind of force. Yeah, but you've got to. Right, that force is coming at your baseball bat, your tennis racket. You've got to like change that energy. You've got to ah, hit see, yeah. that force, that energy, oh, okay. and you've got to you've got to mix it up. You've got to hit it back with some backspin on it. See what happens. Got you. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. that. I like and that. that's yeah. quite enjoyable. It is. It is enjoyable. Yeah. So I, that's how I've got to see it. It's an enjoyable thing to do. Yeah, exactly. Find the, find the other door. What I'd like to happen is that when you do that, because I have done that oft, often in the past, obviously, you know. Yeah. And um, what I'd like to happen when you ask that quirky off-the-wall question yeah. to really get, get someone flowing in, in, in response, <laughs> um, I'd like f- for them not to look at me as if, why have you asked me that? You don't um, want them to look at you as if they're thinking, does this guy think I mean, he's a kook? Yeah. Um, what I'd like to be able to say to follow that up with is, um, well, basically this conversation has run into a dead end. Yeah, but what you I'm trying to do that, here, you? what I'm trying to do for your sake is, um, you know, allow you to, to, to tell me something interesting about yourself. Um, yeah, yeah, I'd like to be able to say that to that person, rather than them to to look them to just look at me in this kind of tired, <laughs> disparaging fashion of like, oh, I can't really be asked to answer such a kooky question. Oh look, if someone um, can't be asked to yeah. engage with your delightful and kooky question, yeah, then they're not worth chatting to. They're really not. They're really not. Yeah. So, what would you advocate in that situation? A, a, a walk away. I think in that situation, if I felt that they were being dickish, yeah, I would advocate letting it sit for a moment. Just silence. 
seeing what they came up with. Yeah. And then I might say to them, what, what have you got for me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's nice. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I might do. So in a kind of almost quite aggressive way. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit what challenging. A little bit challenging. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, again, that depends. That's only if they're being dickish, not if they're just like shy. That'd be yeah, awful. But you've got all this ammo. Where have you got all this ammo from? I don't know. Is it drama school? Drama maybe school training? I don't know. Maybe it's drama school. Maybe it's drama school. Where you've wow. got to say yes. You play those games where you have to say yes. You must never say no. You must never say yeah. no. No, never um, say no. Maybe that's a good rule of thumb for life, you know. I, there's definitely not one <laughs> I play by, <laughs> but you know. Hmm. There's a there's a drama game called Yes Let's. Have you ever played that one? I have. Yeah. You know, it's like that. You've everyone's got to um, do whatever you suggest and shout Yes Let's. I mean, obviously that's awful and cringeworthy in a drama school game, but <laughs> it's good ethos, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I wrote a sketch once about a, a couple of guys who are like really bad improvisers, <laughs> and they <laughs> and they just get into an argument. But they have to say yes at the at the beginning of the uh, everything they say. Do oh. they have to say yes and yes and just fuck off? <laughs> um, yes and but I don't want to do that. Yes and but you can't say you don't want to do it. You have to say yes and yes and but I don't want to say yes and. <laughs> like, and like, um, I don't see that. That was quite funny. Yeah, it was quite funny. Yes, yes you, and it was quite funny. Tell people about that sketch. You know, mm. you got all sorts of material. <laughs> I've lived a life. You've lived a life. <laughs> but none of it's forthcoming when you're in the long zone. No, it's because you're worried about the general. Um, Chris, we've run out of time. Uh, and I wonder whether we've like <laughs> just had an episode where it was just like, you know, just sort of social etiquette advice. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little bit therapy-y. Was it? it was quite therapy-y <laughs> yeah. this week. Yeah. Maybe um, Toothpick Charlie should come back. Oh, yeah. Some people what say rubbing out Toothpick Charlie would be a mistake, and I got to say I agree with them, boss. They always say boss like that. <laughs> Some people say rubbing out Toothpick Charlie was a mistake, but I say... air <laughs> <laughs> is human. To forgive is divine. Is it to forgive? <laughs> Some people say rubbing out Toothpick Charlie was a mistake, but I say... To err is human, <laughs> to forgive is divine. It's not that, but it's something like that. And Some people just, say rubbing out toothpick Charlie was a mistake, but I say to err is human, <laughs> to forgive yeah. is divine. Yeah. Some people say he's getting too big for his spats, but I say you can't put a good man down. <laughs> <laughs> it's from um, Some Like It Hot. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's getting too big for his spats, boss. So he's called spats. But who's the, these are these are different characters. This is is this toothpick Charlie, boss? That guy. Well, toothpick Charlie is in the in the garage garage <laughs> garage <laughs> is in garage and he gets uh, rubbed out okay. by machine guns. Oh, uh, yeah, Tommy Gunn. By spats. <laughs> is he called Spats Maloney? <laughs> Something like that. I think this guy is spats. Spets. No, no, no. That's um. Who's this ah, guy? What's his name? That guy is the guy who rubs out um, yeah. spats. Yeah, this guy's. He'd be called um, the something. Yeah, he'd be called the the Swiss. Yeah, and it's the fans of opera, fans of opera convention <laughs> in the hotel. 
the fans um, of opera convention. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Um, Razor Eddie didn't come back this week, did he? We thought he might. We thought he he might sneak in again. Yeah, he's he's. Uh, it was Toothpick Charlie and Spats and the Swiss. Yeah. Do you want to give us a little bit of Razor? Uh, no. <laughs> 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 no, I'm not. I'm not Churchill. Yeah. It's Razor Churchill. We'll find him on the bank. <laughs> We'll find him on the beaches. We'll uh, find him in the hills. We'll never surrender, you bastard. <laughs> we'll never surrender, you bastard. <laughs> on that note, we should sign off. So I'm going to say bye-bye now. I'm going to say, okay, goodbye. Bye now. Coffee. I want another cup of coffee. <laughs> I want another cup of coffee. <laughs>